Hello and a warm welcome to Captivate Insider. I hope you're having a great week and that you're smashing through your podcast goals. My name's Gary. I'm the head of design here at Captivate. I'm your host. And each week, I take you behind the scenes of what's going on here at Captivate and pluck one of our team members out of their busy day to give you an insight into what they're up to, our team and our culture. So far on Captivate Insider, we've spoken about the cool features that we've launched throughout 2022 so far. Uh, mainly Amy, which is our dynamic content tool and some other little bits that we've launched to help you, the serious independent content creator. Alongside all of the cool tools and features that we've launched is a very busy and very talented team of support and experience team members. And this week I have grabbed Danny, who's the head of podcast experience and support to uh, get his thoughts on why our user reviews are often really, really high consistently. What does podcaster experience actually mean? and how support ties into the bigger picture here at Captivate. So without further ado, here's my chat with Danny. Enjoy. This week, I am joined by our Head of Support and Experience here at Captivate. This is Danny Brown. How are you? Good, sir. I'm good. Good afternoon or good morning for me. Um, We've got similar accents, but in different parts of the world. So (laughs) all good, Gary. How are you, mate? I'm very well. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to talk to me about... uh, support and experience and uh, we're going to dive into some of those details a little bit so uh, I know you are busy so thank you very much and uh, yeah we're a we're a multi multi-continental company I guess Captivate now global we um yeah we've got people all over the place but I think you're as far as feel as far afield as we as we go <laughs> I think yeah possibly I know Judy and Lester um they might be a little bit further afield uh, they're also on our support team um so they might be a little bit but very similar yeah yeah yeah, we cover all corners of the globe, basically. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I want to dive into, so the last few weeks, I've spoken to some of our colleagues here on Captivate Insider. I've spoken pretty much in depth around some of the technical aspects and the development side of things and a little bit about design and our founders and their thoughts on stuff like that. So I thought it'd be a good change this week now that we finished up the series on Amy and all that tech stuff. It would be good to dive into another area of the company and... Um, uh, and grab your good self to talk about the, uh, the the support side of things. But before we dive into the questions specific to that for Captivate, just want to let our listeners know a little bit about yourself as a podcaster. So you are an experienced podcaster, dude. You've been running your own shows now for a few years, most notably the um, your your current series, which is Podcaster Stories, which is very good. Um, but when did you get the bug, though, for podcasting? What made you thought, actually, yeah, I want to work in the industry? Um, probably three years ago, I, I did a, a one-off podcast episode back in 2010 on Blog Talk Radio, uh, and I went on a high. It was like the, the most listened to episode that weekend, purely because of the guest that came on here, a big social following. Um, so I thought I can't get any better than that. I'm done. But then maybe three years ago, um, I blogged a lot and I got fed up with blogging. It was just too much work. I didn't want to be typing and writing all the time. Um, and I enjoyed listening to podcasts in the background and I thought I'll give that a try and enjoyed it. So from there, uh, as you mentioned, I certainly do my main show now, which is like the main focus, but I also host another solo show and I co-host one with my wife too. Very cool. Yeah. Your other solo one's very good. The um, retro gaming one. That's yeah, I'm having fun with that. I'm going to make a series of that. So three deals at the moment, Dreamcast is up next and maybe something like the Atari Jaguar. Yeah, mm. So yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that's what up my street there. Yeah, so that's a really cool podcast. So, listener, if you haven't listened to um to Danny's podcasts yet, head over and check them out. I'll put a link in the show notes. We've got podcaster stories, and if retro gaming is your thing, uh, we'll put a link to that as well and your other podcasts. So cool. So you jumped on and joined Captivate. 
within the experience and support team. How did you land the gig here then? How did you, what brought you into, into Captivate? So I was a customer of Captivate for about a year before joining the team. Uh, and I really like the approach that Captivate takes um, with the, just the whole experience as a podcaster. You know, you actually feel like you can jump on at any time and talk to someone and you can. So I really liked that. And I knew that if the opportunity came up, I'd want to join the team and, and you know, actually be part of Captivate. So I think I sent Mark a couple of messages in uh, LinkedIn. He was a guest on my show for another thing we spoke about, you know, if anything ever comes up, um, let me know. And I saw the opening on the uh, Sport and Experience team back in, I think, probably August, July or August 2019. Um, not 2020, sorry, tab a lie. 2020. I, you know what? I don't even know. COVID's just messed with my head when it comes to years. Yeah. Um, but anywho, so I saw the opening. Uh, I reached out. Uh, Mark, Kieran, and Sam jumped on a call with me. We had a nice informal chat. And then I started, I think it was October 2020. September 2020, I joined the team full-time, sorry. Not 2019? No. Maybe. No, I was a customer in 2019. Cool. Joined the team in 2020. Okay, yeah. That sounds pretty similar to my journey into Captivate as well. I was a customer of Captivate for a while just looking at how cool the features were and I'd known Mark and Kieran obviously for years before that so I knew that if they were heading up something like Captivate it was going to be a nice solid decent product so yeah same as me dude I was a I was a, uh, a, a Captivate paying user up <laughs> to that point as well so that's cool and then uh, within Captivate I want to look at this very generic term and a lot of companies use it and somebody's uh, some of these companies look at these in slightly different ways. Uh, an experienced m- uh, member mean to an external person, uh, either a user of Captivate or somebody who's thinking of joining Captivate. So we've got customer support, um, podcaster support, podcaster experience, all these different phrases and terms. Uh, overall, what does podcaster experience mean here at Captivate from your point of view? Uh, for me, I think when I was a customer, um, it, it basically meant I had the tools that I could use to grow my show but also know that there was a, a team ready to help me if I got stuck on tech, market, and anything like that. And we definitely carry that over at Captivate. Everything is built for the podcaster. We're all podcasters ourselves. You mentioned it. Yeah, Mark's got his podcast. Kieran's got his podcast. Pierre's got his bad pasta podcast. So it's all, <laughs> we're all podcasters here at Captivate. And we definitely want the experience tied in on every single touch point. So your design work, for example, making it real clean and easy to use the dashboard and all the tools and access the tools that you need, you know, to to manage your show from a support um, angle. That the team's always here, and we don't leave you stuck at any time. We always follow up and make sure your question was answered to the fullest before you know closing the ticket down. Um, being active on social media, being active online in other communities, and helping other podcasters, even if they're not captivate users, you know, we want we're we're very passionate about you enjoying the podcasting experience. Um, and ideally, that'd be with Captivate. But if it's not, we want you to enjoy you know, podcasting. So I think it's certainly for us at Captivate, when it comes to podcasting experience and support, uh, it's all about how does the user feel after their last touch point with us, whether that's using the tools we provide or interacting with one of the team members. Mm, yeah, solid. So I think that lines up with um, our other members within the support and experience team. So uh, Sam and some of the other people that get involved. I think if I was to ask them the same question, I'd probably get a very similar answer where I think in a nutshell, it's about being a safety net for our users at any time. And also, um, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but it sounds to me like that's what it is. And also, um, we're kind of proactively 
making sure that users are okay by because um, you're you're very much involved in not just making sure that all our users are are looked after and, and they, they have everything they need but you also do our monthly webinar series and um, you you keep people up to date with guides and and that kind of thing so would you say that the proactive side is also a, a key element in that as well yeah definitely i mean we one of the things that we always do is when uh when a podcast imports from somewhere else we'll always make sure that the podcast settings are set up effectively and they've got the right information there um so we'll advise them hey looks like you're still using generic email x for the you know the show email uh you might want to change it over to your own email so you can access podcast connect you know spotify for podcasts etc and we're just making sure that when someone does important that everything's set up so the redirects up to date the the feeds have been updated so we're we're very proactive as i mentioned earlier we always follow up twice on every single query that comes in so if we've answered it we'll do a follow-up 24 hours later hey all good to go and then 24 hours after that that's when we'll close it down if nothing's you know come back if if there's no more queries for that particular user so definitely proactive and looking online as well obviously we have our private facebook group we have the the help and the support chat but looking online and seeing if there's issues that people are having online that they may not have raised as a ticket in support but then we'll raise it as a ticket and reach out to them via captivate and say hey we're not actually talking about this here's how we can help that's awesome and i can confirm what danny's saying because there have been i would say half a dozen times over the last i don't know since i've been at captivate for i think just well nearly a year now where uh, i've been looking through reddit on the podcasting subreddits and and things like that and somebody has said oh, i'm you know miffed with my current host you know because this bit of functionality breaks all the time or you know i can't seem to get an answer out of anybody to help me and then i've seen danny pop up and say <laughs> actually we, we've got this great uh, feature over at captivate come and have a look so i, I can certainly vouch for uh, the fact that our, our experienced members are um out and about in the wild on on the internet and uh, facebook and reddit and you know as danny said those groups and so on and making sure that people are um we're not just replying directly like i've got this problem here's the answer but um making sure that we're um we're sort of spreading the good word about the coolness of captivate and our features and tools and whatnot so yeah i can vouch for that certainly um uh, what would you say um for, and i asked you what your point of view is there but from captivate as a as a as a whole what would you say our ethos or our approach is to how we support our users um, I think it's pretty straightforward and Mark's always embedded us this into us from the, the start is like every single user is as important as the other one. You know, I know we have different tiers of plans and corporate users, etc. but every single user is genuinely as important to us as the next one. And we make sure that comes across whenever we're helping. We're not trying to talk down. We're adapting language based on the query coming in. So if someone's coming in and they're using very clear, simple language because they're not a tech head, for example, we will make sure that we reply in the same kind of language. If it's more technical, we'll get our tech team involved and say, hey, someone's looking for API stuff. They really need specific information around this API integration. So our tech team will become involved and they'll then become the experienced team replying to that user or that, you know, that new new potential user. So it's definitely, I think we, we treat people like humans and know that podcasting can be a very weird space with weird technology and weird names like rss and you know all that stuff uh, so we just make sure that everybody knows exactly 
what you're trying to to do and explain to them. And again, going back to mention it earlier, following up and making sure they understand, is there anything else that we can help with before, you know, moving on? Yeah. Yeah. Another good answer there, dude. And, um, uh, again, I can, I can completely hundred percent, um, relate to that. And, um, yeah, that also feeds into t- how we work as well. So a lot of the projects and and features that we work on throughout the year, we often have catch-ups with the team and we'll get to a certain point, especially when we get towards the sort of middle to end of the project where we can start to really get a feel for how this feature is going to work in the browser. And when we've gone through that bit of dev time and we've actually got something working online, we often have those times where you guys will say, actually, from a support point of view, you know, we need to consider this. And actually, I've had 10 people in support who have mentioned something around this feature. And then that feeds into the scope a little bit and we can change stuff. So the fact that we listen to everybody and and relate to them in that way is so important, I think, because um, you do have it, unfortunately, with some companies where you, you get in contact and you get almost a robotic um, chatbot kind of reply a lot of the time. And it just doesn't really... It's okay if you've, um, you know, can I change my bills from paper to paperless? <laughs> that's cool. Right. You know, if you get a bot reply that says, yeah, cool, we can do that, that's fine. But if you've got something to do with your own personal project, aka a podcast, then it's really important that we do that. So, um, yeah. And you mentioned that Mark has instilled that throughout the company. You know, it's uh, we treat everybody as just the next person. No one has any hierarchy in terms of what support they get in terms of language and how we reply and stuff. So yeah, love you guys for that. Yeah. And that's, that's it. I think we're probably one of the only companies and I I could be wrong and a bit biased, obviously, but I think we're one of the only companies where all the users know us all by first name uh, and can talk to us at any time, whether we're on Twitter on our own accounts in the Facebook group on Reddit online, everybody knows who Mark is, who Gary is and what, who Kieran is, et cetera. And, And what we all do at the company and because we are super transparent and anybody jumps in to help regardless yes yeah it's a good point yeah i've not clocked that before you know so in all the live streams and facebook groups mark will often say oh gary's here danny's here whatever he never mentions never uses our surnames everybody that's really cool yeah Mm. i've not clocked that one so it's clear that you guys you do a fantastic job in support and when i've looked on things like Trustpilot and some other reviews uh, the reviews that we get are consistently really really high um, way, way above average in terms of um, whatever the average is, whether that's, you know, three yes. stars or whatever. It's always way, you know, it's always five, you know, four and a half, that sort of thing. So does it, how do you, how do you maintain such a high level of support then considering that um, we don't offer telephone support, so everything is done uh, online. So how, it, is it like a, a real sort of brain melter that you just feel like you have to consistently deliver to such a high standard or is it just come naturally? It's like we have such a good system and a good team, you know, it just comes natural. Yeah, no, I think it does come naturally. Um, and it goes back to the ethos of the company as a whole. Um, you know, it's always been that way. Like I said, I was a customer for a year before joining the team and I always got my queries answered, whether it was Allegra, um, Judy, I think Kieran popped in a few times. Um, and it's just, it's it's embedded. It's like it's very much a company mantra that captivate. You know, you know what you get with captivate. That's a, an awesome product with awesome tools and great support, and that's the whole package. and And I think the if, because everybody's in that mindset anyway, 
that we want to help podcasters succeed, whatever that looks like, it's marketing, growing a show, support, technical tools to help them. It's all geared towards the, the end result and experience for the podcaster. And I think because we have that, it's just, it's natural. You want to help someone succeed. And that's like a cool part when someone comes back. Um, uh, we've got like a user that uh, just posted in Facebook, the Facebook group last week, that since moving to Captivate, um, his show's reached 80,000 downloads or something. And, and he's like, he's just super excited about that growth. And we're excited. We're congratulating. I mean, you know, we see stories like that. So I think because we are sort of invested in the success of our podcasters, that comes across in how we respond and try to help them. Yeah, no, 100% agree. Yeah, that's cool. And what would you say is the best bit for you then on, on being on, on the experience and support team? Um, I think it's, it's for me anyway, <laughs> I can't speak for Judy and you know, Sam or whatever, um, but for me, it's, it's been that sort of middle part and the connecting part between what we do and internally and what goes out to the front end and how that's helping others. And you mentioned earlier, um, we always look to our, our users based on you know what we're going to release next and how we can improve it or tweak it. And I think a key part of that was the Player 2.0 update where we had accessibility users in like testing the heck out of the player to make sure it was screen reader friendly and screen reader accessible. And that came across with the accessible listeners and podcasters that we have when they came back and gave us feedback saying this player's amazing, it it just works. So I think for me that's that's what I really enjoy. When I see that sort of integration and connection between A our users and B us as a company. Yeah. Top answer, I need a little sound bite there, I need a little ding game show kind of <laughs> top answer yeah it's a good one and uh, let's talk about some podcasting industry stuff and stuff like that anything you're looking forward to in the podcasting industry this year yeah i mean from a captivate point of view i'm really looking forward to the next few months releases uh, obviously we know what's coming down the line what's been worked on at the moment and it's just we saw the reveal earlier this week for the or last week sorry for the automated show notes manager I mean, that's that's cool enough, but the stuff that's coming down as well, DAX integration, all that good stuff, it's going to be super cool. Um, and I'm hoping that we can get to some events this year. I've really missed the physical podcasting events, uh, so it'd be nice to get to some of them hopefully this year. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, because I joined Captivate. Um, once the pandemic had taken hold of the world. So I missed out on all of those cool trips that the, the gang took over to Podcast Movement and PodFest and all those sorts of cool uh, events. So I, I'm also with you on that one. I'm looking forward to hopefully attending some some events and doing some travel and meeting some cool people. I think that's the, uh, that's the thing that I miss in, in particular for me. I mean, in my previous jobs, I'd gone to conferences and conventions and whatnot, but that was more around my specific... Uh, role at the company at the time so it was about just design stuff and that which is great and everything but um i think working for captivate we can we can connect with other people at other companies and within the industry around our specific job roles but we can also just talk to general podcasters about podcasting and that sort of thing so it's a wonderful industry to work in it's very it feels very open i, I think you'll agree yeah, and I know, like on Twitter, uh, there's an awesome podcasting community, and it was just last week they were sharing about how it feels so inclusive, and you know everybody is helpful. But there's a few bad eggs. There's always going to be some that are egotistical and you know think that they're way up here. But yeah, I mean overall, I, I love this industry and this space, and, and being able to do it as a day job, it's it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is very cool. Yeah. 
Okay, well, that's uh, all the questions I have for you, uh, Danny. It's um, it's been great to uh, to steal you away from your from your time for for twenty minutes and talk about the support side of things at Captivate. Um, it's been great listening to your to your wonderful Scottish tones and your <laughs> your new pop filter looks and sounds amazing, dude. So uh, thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you for pulling me away for this little bit. What a guy, Danny. Eh? What a nice guy. An experienced podcaster as well. We're fortunate to have him heading up the experience and support team. So I hope you guys found that insightful. It's a really good dive into the support side of things here at Captivate and how it leads into the bigger picture and how we value it so much to make sure that our users are getting the best experience with their podcasts. Make sure you're following this podcast in your fave app of choice. That way you won't miss a show when it lands every single Wednesday. If you're not using Captivate yet to power your podcast or to grow your existing listenership, you can start a seven-day free trial over at Captivate.fm. If you want to kickstart that podcast that you've been thinking about for a while you haven't got round to yet, then do that within the trial. Or if you've got an existing podcast somewhere else, really simple and easy to bring it over. And that way you can use all of the cool tools and features that we offer to grow your existing listenership and get your podcast to where you want it to be. Until next week, have a great week, take care of yourself and happy podcasting.